It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Mike is committed to addressing real life, sometimes polarizing and controversial issues, while offering practical and informed insight. Listen in as we discuss hot topics that matter to us and the communities we live in. What's up, party people? It is headspace time. How's it going? How's it going, Christine? All is well. How about you, Michael? Well, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'll be lying to you if I told you that it was not the easiest week. Um, had quite a few uh, deaths that we had to deal with this week and uh, just some um, wasn't the easiest. Plus, on top of that, Cheryl is still recovering from COVID. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I still have joy. How's that? I hear that. What the devil meant for evil, God meant for good, right? So we're going to go ahead and rest in that. So I guess the short answer to the long answer I just gave you is I'm doing okay. You know, I have a tendency sometimes just to over talk and stuff. I'm, I'm featuring uh, my We Out Harriet Tubman, said that in 1849. I'm sure somewhere. In one of her conversations, Harriet did say that. (laughs) (laughs) We out. So, well, hey, it is good to see you, my friend. We uh, have quite a bit of stuff that's just been happening. I just want to give a quick shout out to all of our online viewers who are tuning in via Facebook and YouTube. Thank you so much for your consistent um, participation and just being involved. And then I also want to give a shout out to our growing podcast listeners, our growing podcast listeners. I literally looked just the other day, Christine, and we literally have listeners on every continent, every wow. continent, except for Antarctica. I don't think the penguins um, <laughs> have self-service down there. <laughs> listeners on every continent. So I just want you all to know, very appreciative to you. We got our usuals that are on here. Kevin from Denver. What's up, homie? And of course, my mama. She always is supporting. Good to see you, mama. Y'all should be hitting the road soon for vacay. Y'all are going on vacay, and I'm a little jealous, but uh, I hope y'all have a great time. So, Christine, you know, we got a lot going on in the news. We got a lot going on in the news this day. I, first of all, so what's going on with Kelly Price? Like, I saw on Facebook, everybody was like, I hope this isn't true. Kelly Price is missing. Like, apparently she had COVID and was recovering. And then all of a sudden she went off the grid. Is she really, like, should we really be concerned that Kelly Price is missing? Well, I mean, I'm no expert, but um, she, it seems to me that she is, she was never missing. That she just went off the grid. She, um... Was reported missing last Saturday. Okay. Um, but no, it like it, it started picking up speed or steam yesterday. Okay. Um, and by the time you know people started circulating it or whatever, her attorney put out a um an, a statement not too long after that that she was in fact not missing. She was still recovering because she had gotten released from the hospital. Okay. Um, and was dealing with her COVID issues, and I guess she just laid low. And people you maybe that's out of character for her. So they thought that maybe, you know, they had done um they tried to do a welfare check on her last Saturday, from what I understand. Okay. And she wasn't home. So her family had then put a, a missing person report 
Oh, okay. Okay. That make, well, you know what? Having gone through Shavella with the COVID, I can understand, like, just want to lay low and just kind of get yourself together because it is, y'all, I'm just going to let y'all know. I mean, I've, I've heard stories from folk that have had it. Um, you know, again, Shavella and I are fully vaxxed. And so she had a, a breakthrough case. I'm not sure if Kelly Price was uh, vaxxed or not, but, um, you know, the fact that she was hospitalized goes to show that it was, it was, it was pretty rough for her. And so Chevelle is beyond the, you know, the period of isolation and stuff like that, but she's still just trying to get it together. And, you know, I remember recovering from back in the day, I recovered from pneumonia and that took a while, but I also remember recovering from strep throat and you just didn't bounce back, you know? Right. And so from what I hear about this thing, you do not just bounce back. <laughs> you got to kind of ease on into life. Um, so well, that, that's good to know because I can't I can't imagine the world without Kelly Price's scrooning mm-hmm. <laughs> or crooning, I guess you could say. Is it crooning? Yes. The correct word is I, I made up a word, scrooning. It's well, it's a, it's a part croon, part scream, I guess. That's what I thought you were going for. <laughs> well, you know, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing, y'all. We You heard it here first. Head switch to Dr. Mike, scrooning. <laughs> Oh man, speaking of missing people, so there's a situation where there's this couple, and I can't, I, it escapes me their names offhand, uh, but there's a young lady who actually her body was found um, in uh, Montana, and I think she was younger than the guy that she was with, and a parent. Gabby, Gabby? Petito, that's right, Gabby Petito, yes. Um, so apparently she was missing. They both were missing, but then her body has been found. It's been identified. So she, you know, it's it's confirmed that she's dead, but they haven't found a fiance. And now they're actually doing a search for him. Um, and he's wanted for murder. Um, that shouldn't be anything about this. That shouldn't be surprising. I mean, he went, they went vanning across the country together and he came back without her. Sir, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sir, <That's a> problem. <laughs> I honestly wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he's dead too. I think he may have killed himself. There's a possibility. Well, then it gets tricky because apparently there are sightings of him um, that they're chasing after because they identified the backpack and all this other stuff. And so I think they changed it from looking out. They're, they're searching for him in Florida. It's a mess. It's a whole mess. But, you know, the bigger part of it is there was a Illinois State University, I think, student, African-American. Jelani who, Day. Who was found dead. And there's a growing number of um, there's a growing number of folk who are just saying, like, why? Why is this the case that gets national attention when there are so many others? And, and not 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 just particularly um, Caucasian, but I mean, this one. You know, it's Caucasian, but then you have some African Americans who, and other cultures who just end up missing, and they end up their situations are even worse. But yet, it doesn't get that national attention. I wonder what that is about. I mean, do you think there's anything there with that? Of course, of course, I do. <laughs> there's always there, right? <laughs> yes, and I just, I, I, I really think that it's unfortunate, and I think that it's. It's disappointing also to an extent that anyone who people don't have to agree, but if you can't at least see it from our perspective that there is an issue, that's a problem. 
Like yeah. at least consider the fact mm-hmm. that we're on to something. Mm-hmm. And that's where I have the issue with, you know, people are like, no, it can't be that. Why can't it be that that's what it is? But it is, I mean, it, it, it's, it's crazy. There are like, there is, I was talking to um, one of my neighbors the other day. I didn't know there's a podcast that talks about how many indigenous women go missing mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Like it's, the numbers are astounding and we never hear about that. So mm-hmm. I'm not really sure why Gabby's case, well, I am sure, but I'll just keep that to myself. How Gabby's case superseded Jelani's case. And I mean, so so like to, to even get d- deeper into the weeds about it, they were able to ID Gabby's body 24 to 36 hours. They found Jelani's body September 4th. And he it wasn't like they had, you know, he had they just hadn't ID'd him is from from what I understand. So what took so long? What is the what is that difference? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's definitely something to consider. I mean, as I think for me, I didn't really pay attention to it when it was on the news about Gabby. I was just like, okay, she's missing. And I it just didn't hit my radar until finally, like it wouldn't go away. Like we're really, we're really making a thing about this person over other people that we hear about being missing and stuff. So yeah, I I mean I even think about here in Baltimore how we had like we had that young lady that um was missing and just you know it it never made the the national news circuit like it did um this this particular one. So I mean is she is there anything special about her? Like is she like a politician's daughter? Is she no, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I guess eventually that could come out, but sure, I don't know. Hmm. But I tell you, I'll just go ahead and say some some things about Jelani that he was great. My daughter, my oldest daughter, knew him. They were um, in the you know how HBCUs have the royal courts and stuff. He yes, was, yes, yes. Yeah, he was the um, on the royal court at the same time she was. So they hung out together mm-hmm. at the yeah. Oh, that's right. Very good young man. She speaks very highly of him. So, oh man, well, our thoughts and prayers do go out to the family of Jelani and other just people who are just missing and are looking for some closure Mm -hmm. um, for these things because that's that's wow. I I just can't imagine. I I just can't imagine. um, You know, people that I love and cherish just showing up missing and you have no answers. And then when they pop up and they're dead and you don't really have any answers and still right. Huh, my goodness. Um, speaking of, you know, the issue with, uh, black and brown people, um, there's a crisis happening with refugees. We have, of course, you know, what's happened in Afghanistan where they, uh, they had to get out of Afghanistan. Um, America withdrew, 100% from Afghanistan and now we're trying to get our citizens back as well as you know the Afghani allies and stuff like that and so that's a continuing operation but what's made the news recently is a whole bunch of Haitian refugees uh are trying to get their way into the country and they're getting deported like almost instantly mm-hmm. um whoa <laughs> like what is really going on here and i think it's it, it's even got worse to the point where the country of Haiti is actually saying, yo, hold up, wait, don't, don't send, I mean, we, we just had a major earthquake. Mm-hmm. Not to mention we haven't really recovered fully from the hurricanes, because I mean, the hurricanes have been rolling and, and trolling through the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And you know, Haiti is not the most, um, you know, the most uh, developed um, nation anyway, mm-hmm. um, as it is. And so what's that about? Like, what is really going on there? Mm-hmm. 
just makes you wonder what's what's really happening. And um, there there was also some video footage of what appeared to be uh, folk on horses. Yeah, that was that was very interesting to see the way that they were lassoing people up. Like, what is yeah. all? You don't have to do that. It's yeah. not necessary. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe they know something we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just, a, it's some weird times that we're living in right now with, um, all that. And Haiti has always been under duress, though. Have you ever been to Haiti? I've been. It was a stop on a on a cruise. Yes, Labadee. La Labadee. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But everybody flocks to the Dominican Republic. It's the same country. You know well, what I mean? Literally, same, it's same, the same, same island. Yeah. Island. It's the same thing, but everyone just goes to the other side. So Haiti has been under, you know, I don't know. I, don't, I just well, that's my understanding too that uh, the Dominicans don't really do right by the Haitians, to be honest, mm -hmm. with you, which is probably mm -hmm. it's one of the reasons why subconsciously I don't. And I have and I have a couple of great Dominican friends, and so this is not meant to be offensive to them. But one of the reasons why I am kind of intentional about not spending time or spending money in the Dominican Republic because I just don't feel that they um, do right by the Haitians. And people don't realize this, but Haiti was developed as a rebellious, not a rebellious, but as a, um, a place for slaves uh, for freedom. Like mm -hmm. it was it was developed for them. Like it was developed just like Liberia, which by the way, we have a listener from Liberia. Michael, thank you for um, thank you for tuning in from Liberia. <laughs> but studying the history of, um, you know, African, you know, the African diaspora, mm -hmm. you start finding out the history of Haiti, it's pretty incredible. Mm -hmm. um, the fact that, you know, you had these uh, former slaves that settled this area. Right. And uh, it just, it go, it go, even that goes back to man, like, you still can't get reparations for what happened 400 years ago, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, Yet again, here's another example of how um, the consequences of what took place then, you can't just wipe it away, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You can't just wipe it away. It still, it still lives. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something to um, really pay attention to. So we're going to talk more about that after the break, but let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and pay a bill. 2020 gave birth to a lot of endeavors. Here in 2021, everyone has had to get in touch with their inner producer. Our man Garrett Brace is one of those guys you need on your team. We at Headspace with Dr. Michael, clients of his, as he ensures all of our audio files are crisp, clean, and cool. If you have any audio, video, and even lighting needs, hit him up at GWalt Services on Instagram. Remember, GWalt Services, servicing all your audio, video, and lighting needs. So, yeah. So um, one of the things that we're talking about is, you know, you're talking about Haiti and its development and that sort of thing. And then this question of um, reparations that keeps coming up and um, very interesting at work. Uh, we're on we have this um, race inequity, race equity uh, work group that we're I'm a part of that we're kind yeah. of dealing with, with our social services aspect of where we, you know, the Department of Human Services. And um, we had some very interesting conversation the other day just about how how equity does and doesn't look, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that came up was there was a video that was played 
of a young woman who was talking about uh, this after the George Floyd situation, how the rioting and stuff started occurring. And she was talking about the rage that existed amongst, you know, particularly amongst the African-Americans who just felt desolate and desperate. Right. And, and one of the lines that she said at the very end of it was she she said that they should be happy that it's only equality we're looking for, because actually it could be us looking for revenge. And that really hit me a little bit like that's deep. Like when you start thinking about um, I, I when you start thinking about that, like we talk about, you know, because the, the whole issue came up, how could people go and, and just destroy their own stuff, which I mean, look, I'm a suburbanite. I don't understand it as well. But from what I un, what I'm gleaning from the whole situation is that it's it's it gets to a point where they don't even feel as if that's theirs either. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's not theirs to to begin with anyway. So it's not viewed as destroying our own stuff. We don't own that either. Like mm-hmm. this is something that has been put in, in our communities. Mentality. Our, say it again, Christine. It's a mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and one of the, oh, go ahead, go ahead you, and say what you said. Just before, to, to kind of piggyback on something that you said, hitting you, I read, um, I was reading an article and someone had commented that it's funny how, you know, this may be controversial. I'm giving you a a heads up. (laughs) Um, It's funny how, you know, when September 11th rolls around every year, everything says never forget. Everything says never forget. They don't want us to forget that that happened on September the 11th, but they kind of want to just erase 400 years of slavery. Y'all don't, 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 don't think about that. Don't remember that. So like, why? What is the difference? Why do you want us to always remember that? And and not saying that we shouldn't, but I think it's a fair question. It's a very fair question. I mean, it's a very fair question. I I wonder sometimes the same thing, especially the more, you know, so you and I both, and we've shared this in the past that our parents were very big into making sure, well, you know, your mom and your grandmother were very big. My, both my mom and dad were very big into making sure that, I learned about my heritage mm-hmm. uh, so much so that whenever I did a book report, it was always with some kind of African American book. Mm-hmm. When you have to do the biography, you know, when you have to do the biographies and stuff like that, it was always Af- some, something pertaining to African American history because my parents were very intentional about making sure I learned our history. Um, and then, you know, and then we also both went to schools that did a decent job of making sure that we learned our our heritage, you know, it, it was something that we we learned. Um, but it's fascinating when you start really digging into Black history mm-hmm. and start looking at things like just something as simple. We talked about this before, Black Wall Street. Like people say, man, that was just so awful that that happened. Well, it's not so much that that happened in the moment, but it was the repercussions of that happening. Mm-hmm. People who were set up for generational wealth, and all of a sudden, that generational wealth was gone. Right. So there's a very good possibility that the conversation today may not be just Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and even Donald Trump. Right. That there's a very good possibility that there could have been more people that look like you and me in that conversation outside of entertainment. Mm -hmm. Right. 
but all because they weren't allowed to have that. I remember when you start thinking about that, like, you know, you had all the people in Black Wall Street. Don't get me started about the movie. Remember the movie Rosewood? Like, I messed around and watched that in college with, with a whole bunch of white roommates, and I had to, like, not be able to talk to them for a couple of days because it just it just wasn't sitting well. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you start thinking about on the other side of the perspective, when the slaves were freed, that was considered a, a um, I don't want to say a liability, but it was considered something that they could actually, the slave owners got money, they got compensation for what was lost in that legislation. Mm-hmm. Like you lost slave, you lost slave labor. Well, guess what though? We're going to go ahead and we're going to supplement your income with what you lost. But yet and still people got bombed, right? Their businesses got destroyed. Their lives, life savings got shattered. And we didn't even get the, you know, what was it? Um, the three acres and a mule that we even were promised, right? Mm-hmm. And so then you say now, well, you're looking for reparations. Well, I don't think the average Joe is looking for reparations. I think the average Joe is looking for acknowledgement. Like, acknowledge the fact that what was done in the past made this happen. And what are we going to do about fixing this up? Right. You know? Concurrent. I think that that's no, nobody wants to have that conversation. You are absolutely right. Never forget. Never forget. But then when it comes to slavery, well, can't y'all forget about that? Like, people actually have said, listen, mm-hmm. I want y'all to know there are people that actually say that stuff. I'm just tired of hearing about this every year. Like, why is it that we got to hear about this from February 1 to February 28th? Why, why is it I got to learn, I got to learn the words to lift every voice and say, mm-hmm. really? Like you're asking this question <laughs> personally. And I'm going to be honest with you. Let's talk about this with, real quick, because I think that this is something that people need to hear. I personally am an advocate for us scrapping the whole Star Spangled Banner, scrapping the flag and getting a do over. South Africa did it. Go over well. <laughs> oh, it won't go over well. South Africa, did it, though. South Africa did so much so they changed the flag, they changed the national anthem, and they became a different. You know, they became they they did it not only in thought but in deed, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, South Africa has its own set of issues, but they're trying to make right the years and decades and centuries of disparity. Mm-hmm. But yet we're told here, yeah. Yeah, I mean the third stanza is a little rough, but I mean that's our heritage, huh? Like for real? Like this one, you know what? And people don't see that what that says to us is, well, you're not really a part of this country then, right? And that, that's hard. So then they say things like, "Well, go form your other one," like, "Well, go leave." How silly does that sound? But then, then when the people did go leave and form their own, you can't even ho- help support that into the room, Haiti, right? Mm-hmm. So, Anyway, with that being said, we got a whole lot, a lot of thoughts about that, but let's go ahead and take another quick break and then we will get into my heads up. Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The Headspace with Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of the most controversial topics from the serious to the silly to debate their positions. We look forward to charged discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head-to-head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM. So yeah, so today's Heads Up uh, really just kind of is, in many ways, it's honoring uh, the moment that um this this moment that I'm living in right now 
where just it seems to be a lot of just death um that's kind of just going around i mean um my brother tony uh, a few weeks ago um kind of kicked off some things especially as it pertains to my health journey but then you know found out um after a rehearsal for something at church that a woman who was like a, another mother figure to many of us in my church uh went on to be with the lord and it was unexpected like we she went home sick from work but it was just that she just wasn't feeling well we didn't know that she she was really not feeling well and um and then of course uh also today even as we speak uh the funeral is going on for a high school classmate of mine um who just i mean i just it just is it's amazing to me like when you start thinking about your own mortality and one of the thoughts that just really came to my mind as i was kind of reflecting on all of this was the power of investing in your future and what what really brought that about was i was attending the funeral yesterday uh for um sister d um and just seeing so many people like it was a friday it was a friday funeral so people had to take off from work um they had to come you know come out of their way to attend this service and we had a very good crowd for the service and it just went to go to show the impact the impact that she had on people's lives uh Corey is the same thing my high school classmate they sent out a message one of the reasons why i'm not at the funeral physically now was because you know they the funeral home they were having it at because of the overwhelming love that exists for Corey. um you know they were just saying you know because between that and covid they really didn't want to max out the the funeral home and so they you know basically kind of encouraged people to live stream live stream the service and you know, it just goes to show, man, what kind of investment people have made. Um, I look at both of their lives and see that they made an investment and they weren't they weren't necessarily intentional to the standpoint of making an investment to um, make sure people showed up for their funeral when they died. Right. So I want to make sure I'm clear on that. Like we're not making investments, you know, because I want to make sure I pack out um, the funeral home when it's time for me to go. But it's more of making an investment in people because it's just the thing to do. They were intentional about making an investment in people because it was the thing to do. And that's just a part of it, like investing in the future. And so one of the things I, I, I want to just encourage us all is to think about what is it that we're doing to invest in the future, right? Um, investing in the future is not so much always just about, um, you know, like I said, having people show up uh, for, you know, show up all the time for you like when you when you die and you close your eyes and it's time for you to move on but you know the relationships that you've built the community that you've built um the ideals that you've set um one of the things that comes to my mind is one of the obvious areas of investment is the area of making sure you know financially i have the investment right uh financially we do the work i was think, talking the other day to um a friend of mine about why I'm still staying where I'm at for work. And one of the things I said was, you know, I'm at a place now where in less than two years, I'll be kind of fully invested in our pension. I have done 10 years of service, my wife and I both. And so it's like, why not? <laughs> like, why not set that up so that that's something that we have for the future? So obvious things for investment, right? We have a 401ks, uh, we 
do the Roth IRAs. We do all these things from a financial standpoint. We buy houses, we buy real estate, uh, we buy commodities, right? Because that's investing in the future. That's that's not thinking of the here and now, but it's going beyond that and thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow, right? I think a great example of the power of investing in the future came when the pandemic first started. And there was some folk who realized, yeah, I probably should have stocked up on toilet paper long before this became a thing because there was some folk who were really scared that I don't have any toilet paper. <laughs> I remember that. I remember being like, oh man, we, we get ready. we're like at our la- almost at our last roll of toilet paper, right? And thinking about, man, I didn't invest in, you know, stocking up, you know, or some people even um, when it came to their finances that they didn't really, you know, we're always told to prepare for a rainy day with our finances, right? We're told to, you know, save up for at least six months of um, of trouble, right? And not many people even made it past a month, you know? And so one of the things that we see is that there are some very obvious ways to invest in our future, but other not so obvious ways are in our relationships, right? The relationships that we, we develop and build with people. Um, one of the things that I am very clear on is I really try to if there is an issue that I have with someone or someone has with me, I try my best to facilitate an opportunity for us to work through that because there really may be that day where you're like, man, I wish I had said, or man, I had an opportunity to say and I didn't, right? And how many opportunities have we missed on that? I know many people who say, man, I just, I wish I wish I could have said. I think back to um, Sister D, the last conversation we had was when I was dropping Mike off at school because she was one of the, the 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 instructional assistants at the school, among many things at his school. And uh, one of the things she said to me was, I love you. And I said, I love you. And I'm so glad that I had that opportunity to say that to her. And even before that, the other conversation that we had before that was she had noticed my weight loss. And she said, I notice it. I see it. Keep on doing it. You're doing a good job. I'm so proud of you. And those are memories that I will always remember and cherish. Whereas I've had some folk that have died in my life and the last conversation we had was not a conversation. It was a, we stopped talking to each other because we were mad at each other over something so superficial and so stupid. And now I have to live with that for the rest of my life. I I have to live with the fact that, man, I could have fixed that and I didn't. Right. And so one of the things I do want to challenge you all is to really make sure you're investing in your future when it comes to your relationships. Um, putting yourself in a situation where you realize, you know, what I said everything I, I, I should have said to them. I, I let bygones be bygones because in the scheme of things, it really wasn't that big of a deal. But then on the other reverse, it could be you that they're like, man, I wish I had said this. And they're living with the guilt. Right. Um, another obvious, um, not so obvious is legacy that you leave. Like there are um, legacies. There are things that that you um, have built and desired to see happen and come to fruition, right? And the question becomes, um, how how much of an investment in that did you make? You were doing this, why? Were you doing this because you just wanted to build up something for yourself? Or were you doing this because, you know what, I want this to transcend um, transcend me. Like, I really want this. Um, one of the things that um, I'm very clear on is that some of the stuff that I get to do not only for my 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 professional life, but also my personal life. I want to do this because I want to see it built up even beyond me. And there are some things that guess what? They they get to as far as they can get with you. And then it's time for you to step back because you're hindering the rest of its growth. 
And we got to pay attention to that too, because there's some things that we hold on to for so long that actually we're stifling the growth that it could have. One, because there's only but so much we can do. And there's somebody else that has the talent to take it to the next level. They have the ability to have a specialty, whatever have you. But then also because it's time for you to move on to the next thing. One of the things that I'm very clear on, and Christina and I talk about this a lot, is that um, I believe that the Lord has made me to be a builder, right? I'm a builder of things. I think there's some people who were really wired to let it be built and then they come in and kind of run it, right? Um, but and there's some people who are just really wired to be a visionary, like strictly visionary. They can do a little bit when it comes to making things happen. But to be honest with you, they kind of get bored with those details of making it happen. I'm the kind of person that, yes, I, I'm a visionary person, but I, I I think my strength really lies in building. You set the vision, you cast the vision, let me line up with the vision, let me build it. But then once I've built it and see that it's working and it's running, guess what? I'm ready to move on to the next thing. I get bored easily. And that's that's my personality. And that's okay. And and what, what's nice about that is that when the time it's finished being built, we see that it works, it's, it's doing what it's supposed to do. Then you hand it off to the person who is wired to do what? to keep it running. There are people who are, that's how they are. They're, 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 they're the manager. That's, that's how they work. Like you go ahead and build it, make sure it's running, make sure it's working. And then let me go ahead and just run it. You know, and there's some people who are wired that way. I know I'm a builder. And so what that means is that once the thing gets to a place where it's been built and there's only but so much I can do with it, then guess what I need to do? I need to let it go. That's investing in your future, y'all. There are some things that you're connected to right now that you're holding the growth back. You're actually a detriment to its growth. Let it go. Why? That's an investment in the future. Because it's, it's beyond you. It's not really about you. It's about the next thing. It's about where it goes. Think about the things that you have been the recipient of as a result of someone else building it up and either dying off and then they had to hand it off to somebody else or they let it go so that you can go ahead and take it to the next level. Same rules apply. It's time for us to let those things go. And, and, and with that, one of the things we have to remember is stop focusing on the here and now, but focusing on the future. And that is all of your heads up. I hope that was a blessing to you all, like it's been a blessing to me, because I think that that's something that's extremely, extremely important for us to make sure we're paying attention to. Heads up. Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. All right, y'all. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> it is time. Y'all know it's the fourth Saturday of the month. You may not realize this, but the fourth Saturday of the month for us is head to head. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate that. Kevin said that my heads up was fire. I'm glad that was a blessing to you. Head to head time. It's head to head time, y'all. It's head to head time. For our listeners who are watching us live, we want you to participate in this one because it all—it just makes it so much better. And I can't wait for us to get the whole team back in um, our virtual studio, Christine, because we got a lot to catch up on, right? <laughs> Baby Chris and his 
all the sports that he's involved with, you know, the super official that he is and mm -hmm. all that stuff. Um, but um, one of the things that I want to do today, we're going to go ahead and play a little bit of head to head. It is the seasons have changed. We are officially in the fall. And I feel some kind of way about it. Like, I feel some kind of way that we're in fall because it means summer is over. <laughs> summer is over. Last night when I was coming home from a dinner with friends, I came home and was like, there's a crisp chill in the air. It was cold. Over. So I guess out the gate, I got a question. I got a question. Are you a fan of the fall or are you a fan of the spring? Like which, if you had to choose one over the other, which would you choose first, fall or spring? What's your answer, Christine? Fall. Really? You would choose fall? Spring baby. Yes. Because Even fall. You're a spring baby. Yes. Yes. Aries all day. But fall still has hints of warmth. Spring has to warm up. That's true. That's, I, 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 like, I, like, I like the way you think. I like that. Me, I would choose spring because for spring, some of the same reasons. For me, fall is just too short. Like, it's like we go from summer straight into winter. <laughs> a couple of, like, days of just, ooh, this is cool weather. Like, this is nice weather, right? Um, I like spring because... It just it just means that summer's on the way, right? Okay. Yes, it has to warm up. I got it, but it's like the end. The end is near. The end is there. We got Jamal said spring. That's right, man. I knew I, I knew I liked you, Jamal. I knew I, liked you. <laughs> I knew I liked you. What else? Everybody got this fall or the spring. Now I will say though, while we're talking about it, that I do like the weather of fall. It just doesn't last. Long. Doesn't last long. Mm -hmm. My wife said, happy fall. See, she always got to be different from me. <laughs> That's what makes us a great couple. But um, yeah, she's a fall person. Um, but Kevin, my boy in Denver, that's right. Spring all day. That's right. It's spring. It's spring. Um, but I think, I think I appreciate what you're saying. Now, here's the next one then. Winter or summer? Summer. Me too. I'm a summer. I'm summer all the way. Matter of fact, I could do without winter. Absolutely. Like I can do without winter. Like I could do without winter. <laughs> like somebody said, oh, I got to have all four seasons. I'm like, dude, that's why they created airlines and <laughs> um, credit cards and, you know, vacation leave that you can go visit. Um, let's see. There's Shirelle again. Talking about, really, Shirelle? You really are a winner? Well, you know, you grew up in the Midwest. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's some nostalgia there with you. Yeah, I'm done with it. I think, um, you know, now that we have to adult, just winter just hits different now. It's like, <laughs> I it was like, I think growing up, like, and Mike laughs about it. He said, oh, snow, snow, snow. I'm like, oh, great. When I was a kid, I liked the snow, of course. <laughs> um, but then it's like now that we got we to gotta traverse in it, right? We got to. Far off, shovel. I'm just saying. I just, because, you know, then I got to drive around with people that keep the. The stuff on the top of it. It's kind of a hole. The people that don't clean off the tops of their car. Well, you already know I judge people about that. Like I, <laughs> like I judge them. Um, I give them the Christian finger when I'm driving around. 
uh, <laughs> because I just think that's just so ignorant. Mm -hmm. Now, Kevin, you in Denver, you said you could do without the snow. Really? All right. Well, you know, Denver is a different kind of place because it's like it'll snow and then all of a sudden it'll be gone. Like it, I remember last time I was in Denver, um, it's, I mean, they had a major snowstorm. It was like six, seven inches. Um, and then. Is that major for Denver? Or are you saying major because you're from here? Well, maybe it wasn't six, seven. It was, it was like close to a foot, actually. So six, seven inches is half a foot, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, it just snowed all day and it was, you know, it stopped some things for the moment. Right. But then like within like seven hours, it was done. It was sunny. The stuff had melted. Like it was really bizarre how the whole thing had played out. Um, but what was nice was we were in the mountains. So we went for a week. Um, this was right after Loser. A pastor friend of mine arranged for me to come out and do like a speaking tour at some churches out there and arranged for our whole family to come. And they took care of us the whole week. Like they provided places for us to stay. And one of the churches um, put us up in a lot, in a, like a condo in Estes Park which for those that don't know much about Denver, it's like one of the, it's in the Rocky Mountains. Like you literally are in the mountains. And um, we went and drove one little road and it was the, the the point to drive into the Rocky Mountains. And they were talking about it was closed because it's winter and you get stuck. And <laughs> um, that was nice. Like it was nice because we had nowhere to go. Um, we had a fireplace. We had grabbed a whole bunch, you know, grabbed some food from the market, and it was nice to be snowed in. Like I, I wouldn't mind that, but for the most part, to have to live in it, no, nah, I'm good with I'm good with summer. Jamal said I don't do winter either. Yeah, absolutely. All right, all right, I got another one. We are in the season changing. Are you a pumpkin spice fan or a pepper more a peppermint fan? Now me. I don't really like pumpkin spice, but I do peppermint. So it's like the sooner we get through this pumpkin spice situation, then I can go ahead. Um, I can go ahead and just get ready for peppermint mocha season. Kevin said, oh, my gosh, we have blizzards here, Christine, and everything gets shut down. <laughs> so he was letting you know, yes, they, they do have major snowstorms in Denver. No, I was saying was six inches. That bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not pretty rough there. Yeah. Now I think Denver snow versus Denver snow versus um, Minnesota snow is different. Like Minnesota, because it snows. I guess it snows all the 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 time, as opposed to Denver, it snows all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, my wife said apple cider. I didn't even think apple cider. Okay, so we can add that to the mix. Okay, how about this? Pumpkin spice versus apple cider. We'll leave peppermint mocha for another time. Pumpkin spice versus apple cider. I go with, because I'm not a fan of pumpkin, I mean, pumpkin spice, apple cider all day. What about you? I would take cider. Yes. Now, do you like your apple cider cold or hot? Cold. Have you ever had it hot? Yes. Are you a fan? No? Absolutely not. Because you don't like the whole, um, well, we'll talk about this in a few moments. But if you if you get a hot drink. So, all right, we got some folk. Kevin in Denver saying pumpkin spice. Okay. All right. This is pumpkin spice. I mean, a lot of people love it. They live by their pumpkin mm -hmm. spice. People I mean, can't really, wait. I mean, they're excited. Like, <laughs> Liddy, right? All right. How about this then? While we're speaking of drinks, tea versus coffee. Tea. I don't even like how coffee smells. Really? Ugh. You have a particular tea you like? <laughs> 
Just a regular Lipton bag. None of that. I don't. You regular. You don't even need no fancy. Nope. Chamomile. Nope. Sea moss. Just regular Lipton. And Kevin said he is all about the coffee. So I don't really do either, to be honest with you. If I want a caffeine drink, I just go get a nice Coca Cola. Um, but because of my new health style, healthy lifestyle, I'm leaving the Coca Cola away. I'm not even tempting myself with one because it's just not it's just not worth it. The empty calories and the extra sugar that it has. But me, if I had to choose one, I'll do the coffee. But to the problem with me with coffee, I don't do black coffee. I need to kind of basically I like to have some coffee with my sugar and <laughs> yeah, I like to have some coffee with my sugar. Jamal said. Ooh, pumpkin pie. Now you going a little, you going a little ahead of the game, but we're gonna play with that in a few moments. So we got tea versus coffee. Um, I think I go back with if I have to choose one though, I will go with hot apple cider. If I need a hot drink, now I'm just gonna keep it real. If I do a hot drink, really the way I want it, I'll do the tea, but I need it to be adulterated. So you want a hot toddy? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I blame I blame my mama for that. She turned me on to the hot toddy <laughs> years ago when, uh, when I was recovering from pneumonia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need a hot toddy. Now, if I'm going to have some iced tea, it's ran through. Uh, and now if I have some tea, there's some iced tea. I can do iced tea. It needs to be sweetened, of course, and, mm -hmm. uh, and lemon and stuff. But if it's ran through Long Island, that makes it even better. <laughs> <laughs> oh saints take your halos off mm -hmm. it'll be a lot more fun if y'all went and took an iced tea and ran it through long island um let's see so we got one more we got so we're dealing with you know we get closer to thanksgiving time right so what kind of dessert are you sitting are you are you having a sweet potato pie or are you having a pumpkin pie what's your sweet potato sweet potato pie okay Jamal, I want to ask you, are you doing, you say you like pumpkin pie. Are you choosing pumpkin pie over sweet potato pie? I wonder. Um, what are y'all doing? So I'm not a pie fan. If I do a pie, um, so Kevin is a pumpkin pie fan. Um, I, if I do a pie, I prefer apple pie um, warm with some vanilla ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> um Actually, I prefer a cobbler, <laughs> a nice peach cobbler, blackberry cobbler. My sister's chiming in. She's saying sweet potato pie. Um, Kevin's saying French silk pie. Now, I could do a French silk pie. Yes, I could do that. Maybe. I prefer cakes. I'm a, I'm a cake man. Like I, you know, when it comes to the desserts, give me a cake. If you give me, if you can make a devil's food cake with white icing. I'm your friend for life. <laughs> I'm your friend for life. Shavella said, good old peach cobbler. Well, what is your favorite dessert, um, Christine? My all-time favorite, all-time favorite, all-time favorite dessert is a hot fudge sundae with dry walnuts. A hot? Now, what's the difference between dry walnuts and wet walnuts? Wet nuts have syrup. 
Oh, you don't want the syrup. You just want the, the dry, dry water. Oh, I might have to go get one today. Mm. Wait, do you have a place that you go to up at where you live at? Friendlies. Really? There's a Friendlies up near you? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. They have good hot Ooh. butt sundaes. Mm. She's getting excited, y'all. I like the thick hot sauce, like not just the little, you know, ooh. You don't want the superficial. You want the like where it like kind of gets caught in your throat. A little, like, I, I like it to be when you pick it up, it's like, cl- ooh, yes. She mm. getting excited so about it. <laughs> is getting excited about the hot fudge sundae. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Let's go ahead while she's reflecting on the hot fudge sundae. Let's go ahead and pay another bill. <laughs> focused on photo, versed in video. For any media brings visions to life from headshots to family shoots, casual candidates to structured scenes. Our team can provide whatever you need. In Baltimore, you may have seen us at local events such as the Poly City Tailgate or the Randallstown Romp. You can find us on all social media platforms at the number four, any media. For any media, for anything. Contact us so we can. Contact us. You're getting a lot of confidence here. Um, let's see. Um, Chevelle is, oh no, my, so my sister Ariel said double co- chocolate cake. She's a, she's a fan of the double chocolate. She and my dad are big into the double chocolate. I do it because it's there, but I prefer like, let's mix it up. Like let's have some, some vanilla icing or buttercream icing with the chocolate, but she likes double chocolate. That's what, she, that's, what that's her fan. My wife said French soap pie is yummy. <laughs> Jamal said, "Sweet, he said, well, sweet potato pumpkin, sweet pumpkin pie, or or is it sweet? <laughs> I think that's a typo, but um, peach cobbler is good in the summertime." Shirella, Shirella is co signing, yes. <laughs> oh, with the vanilla icing. Okay, Ariel, she's fixing that. Okay, good. So yeah, so you got we got everybody excited about dessert which I probably should not be enabling y'all while we trying to, you know, live our healthy lives, live our best healthy lives. <laughs> but anyway, good head to head. Um, so of course, you know, I got to give you guys an update on my health. Um, I haven't gotten on the scale today because I was kind of rushing to get some other things done and I'm packing for a quick trip. But um, one of the things that um, I will tell you is that I'm at, I believe, um, I'm at the 45 loss, almost to the 50 pound loss. So in about ever since August 4th, um, I believe that we're we're approaching the 50 pound loss. I'm gonna have a confirm on that a little later on um, once I can go ahead and uh, get myself together to do that. But I just want to say thank you all for all of your encouragement. We are going strong. Yay. Um, went to the doctor this week because, as you know, I was having some issues with my knees. And I have to report that Uncle Arthur has come to visit. And I think I think he's planning to stay. <laughs> Uncle Arthur is planning to stay, Christine. You know who Uncle Arthur is, don't you? Arthritis. Arthritis, yeah. It was so funny, too. I went to the ortho, and um, I hit the mother load, too, because my, my orthopedist, I think that's what he's called, he works with the Ravens which is nice. So it's like, cool, um, which is cool. And then he's African-American, which is, I mean, I, I have white doctors too, but it was just nice because I don't, you don't hear about a lot of African-American doctors. And so I'm really excited, you know, that I just going to have an African-American doctor. Um, but then 
it was funny because they do your x-rays before you um you know they do x-rays for you so that way they can kind of get an idea of what's going on and so they did my x-rays with my knees and then they put it on the screen so when the doctor comes in can just look at the screen and kind of see the x-rays and so he walked through the door and he said how are you doing mr dorsey i said well i'm doing okay and i said well i could kind of tell it was going to rain the day three days ago <laughs> and he said well, well i'm about to tell you why <laughs> i said oh here we go and he showed me on my on my x-rays where um the area of my knees and i don't remember all the fancy names for them i was a communications major in college y'all just remember the fancy name for it the area that probably bears the most weight in your knee is starting to touch the bone like the cartilage is kind of wearing off and i mean that's just years and years of just you know i mean shoot i was an athlete growing up in some areas um then then carrying around this weight i mean after a while it's gonna take it's gonna take it's gonna take some uh some toll on your knees so he said that um ultimately you know at some point i'm probably going to need knee replacement uh but my mom is praying intentionally and we're gonna ex we're gonna we're gonna talk to the lord about it and we believe in that uh healing is on the way if it's not already there um but um in the meanwhile we're going to get the mri next week to kind of look at what all is going on in there that he's going to we're not going by the way i'm not going for knee replacement anytime soon we're going to hold out on that we're going to see what other areas of therapy because apparently the knee, knees only last like 20 years you know they, they you know so i'm planning to live a long life so um i don't want to have to go through it again because they say the second go round with the knee replacement is pretty painful so mm -hmm. um anyway we're trying other therapy but what i will tell you is that he he gave me this medicine y'all i can do a jig <laughs> i can do a jig y'all i can do a jack and bend my knee i can i can stand for a long period of time which wasn't happening earlier this summer like it really it really is having an impact so really excited about that thank you all for your encouragement um and all that stuff let's go ahead take a quick break and then we're going to go ahead and wrap up the Headspace with Dr. Mike show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. Well, it is time to roll. Christine, I know, I know that um, the football season tends to um, the the, fo <laughs> the football season tends to stress you out. The last couple of games that the Ravens played have stressed me out, so I totally, totally respect that. <laughs> um, rumor has it that Cam Newton is uh, trying out for Pittsburgh because Big Ben is having some issues. Is that what's going on with Pittsburgh? You Big tell me. I'm not fooling with you, Michael. What did Shavella say? <laughs> I'm asking you. <laughs> I'm not fooling with you. You ain't gonna. Has nope. Big Ben having pectoral issues? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll go ahead and talk about Al, Al. If the line can't keep him off the ground, I imagine he's gonna continue to have <laughs> issues. My goodness. Listen, listen. I, I'm going. I got some shade because our quarterback, in the midst of everybody appearing to do the the, the crate challenge, in our um offense, um 
is going to do a cartwheel into the end zone in the game and then talk about I'm a little sore after my cartwheel into the end zone. Mm-hmm. Yes, dude, you're a little sore. We need you to walk around with bubble wrap <laughs> at the end of the season. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's walking around doing cartwheels into the end zone. I don't even know what that's about. Oh, such a kid at heart. But still, I need him to keep it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, let's go Ravens win tomorrow. I hope. I mean, we got a bunch of folk on COVID, um, COVID reserve. Uh, this is just... I mean, the Detroit Lions, we should beat, and we, sh- you know, it should be a, a coast game, but it may not be because half of them got COVID. <laughs> anyway, wish you all the best. Kevin said maybe I could come out to Baltimore and we could do wheelchair races. Dr. D. You know what, Kevin? You probably will beat me in a wheelchair race. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I haven't I haven't really done well with a wheelchair. Last time I did almost did a wheelchair, I almost tipped over. Um, because I was, I was getting my coordination was off. So you may actually, but you're not allowed to use the automated wheelchair, Kevin. You got to use the one where you got to roll with your wrist. You not, you unless we do an automated wheelchair. But that's not even that's not really a real race because they're set. They have governors on them that they only could go but so far. I don't know, Kevin. I I feel like you're trying to set me up. <laughs> anyway, hey guys, thank you all for hanging out with us today, Christina. As always, thank you for. I'm sitting in the co-host chair and um, making this a good show. Uh, I really, really, really appreciate you all. Wish the peace of God upon each and every one of you. And uh, until we meet again, see y'all next week. Peace. It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Thanks for tuning in to Headspace with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to follow us on social media at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other Headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their Headspace with something. The question is, what are you filling yours with? Tune in next week.